All right, this is uh, episode, I believe, 47. Yeah. Uh, the, the Divine Council Podcast. Um, peace and greeting from the sign of the rising sun. This is your boy, Monkway. And this is Stefan. And we're getting back at it once again. Uh, let's let's get into it. What's good, man? What, what were you about to What were you about to say? We just had to get it. You know, had, had to get the thing popping up. Um, yeah, man. I was just you know off air. I was just uh just talking about some stuff with my family and shit. And you know, it's about like relationships and stuff. And and I don't know, man. I feel like right now it's a weird time. To be like, for uh, to be like, tra- to be with somebody for attached to somebody for a long period of time, especially with everything going on, it's like you'll drive each other insane to an extent. You know, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about on this episode is about just relationships in general because I've been seeing a lot of stuff recently in the media about relationships and um i think it's just something that we can touch on and i mean there's a lot of stuff we can talk about this episode for sure we'll get into it but this is one the one thing since i this best off of what i was just talking about off air i just want to get into this first this is sort of on the um the kind of bu- the bu- the bullshit side of things right now, but I-, I think there's something deeper we can talk to about it. And uh, it's about what happened with the the shooting that took place, the shooting that took place between uh, well, allegedly it was between uh, Tory Lanez and Meg The Stallion. And the interesting thing is, because I've seen this everywhere. Well, on my timeline and shit, I just see it on my timeline. People talking about different things. Um, apparently, this dude was in like the car with her or whatever, and her friend, and uh, they were leaving somewhere, leaving a party or something, right? And apparently, they got pulled over by the cops, and they had to get out the car. Well, when they got out the car, uh, Meg, her feet was bleeding, so apparently, she had got shot. So there was a lot of people online and shit, you know, just like, oh, shit. a lot of people online was like, yo, who shot, who shot the hottie? Like, who shot the hottie? We're going at the ass. Like, we're going to find them and shit. And, and she, and they were like, oh, yo, the cops pulled her. They were like, the cops charged her and shit and charged Tori. And they're like, oh, man, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? So then she, uh, she gets online and she, she tweets and says, well, she gets on like Instagram or something and wrote a message talking about some it's more than you think or whatever and you know yada 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 and whatever. So everybody, you know, people was like, huh? They're like, what's what's going on? Because her friend was there and her friend was like, look, I didn't shoot her and I wasn't the one with the gun. So that left one person, one person only. Well, that was other than Meg that was in the car and that was Tory Lanez. Now. Here's the thing with that. Tori was getting clowned online and I participated in the clowning myself because his uh his record, <laughs> his um his record came out and it turns out he's only like five, three 
120 pounds. <laughs> I was like five three, 120 pounds. And Meg, the stallion, she's like fucking five ten, five eleven. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, nah, man. I was like, why would he? I was like, why would he shoot her, bro? Like, I was like, that. I was like, bro, that don't even sound right. That sounds crazy. Like, why the fuck would he do that? Like, and I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, it's, it's starting to come together. It's starting to come together. So they must have been fucking around. They, it had to be, had to be fucking around. And when I say fucking around, I mean they were, they had a situationship. They was fucking, and maybe you know they were just leaving a party. Drugs and alcohol was involved. Drugs and alcohol was involved. And uh, Tory, for whatever reason, the Canadian was carrying a gun around, you know, and um, maybe she wanted to break it off with him. And he couldn't handle it. And he might have been hired drunk. You know, one thing led to another. Her, her, her friend in the back seat egging it on. You know, he got heated and pulled his gun out. And he shot her. Maybe by accident, you know, trying to flex or something with his gun. And then I, another one, which will be the darkest timeline, is, <laughs> is that they got into an argument and she started beating his ass. <laughs> and uh, he couldn't take it. So he pulled his strap out and shot her twice on her foot, um, which would be some sucker shit. Either way, it's some sucker shit to do that. Now, my whole thing with this is either way it look it looks bad on him you know it looks bad he ain't gonna be looked at as the same people are gonna continue to clown him look at him as a lame and shit you know for pulling a gun out on a woman and shit i mean I, that's some pussy shit in my opinion you know unless your life is in you feel like your life is um in danger you better not pull out a gun on nobody and if you're gonna pull it you better use it you know and um Apparently, that's what he did. He used it. But on a woman, you know, I thought it was some pussy shit. But it, it goes back to the whole ideology, man, between men and women, like specifically manless. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, well, not nah, OK. Yeah, I guess he would qualify as a manly. Yeah. A five, three, you know, what I'm saying with a taller woman and shit. She kind of comes off as like an alpha woman or whatever. Um. That the uh, Nicola, the uh, Napoleon complex comes into play when you got somebody like that. Your ego is driven a certain way, and my um, from what I from what I can see from because I've never me personally I've never dealt with a woman that was taller than me or anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I mean, not to say I wouldn't. Shit, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not intimidated or nothing. But I ain't no small dude either, you know. But I mean, I feel like a lot of dudes feel that way. They get with, you know, you might get with someone and you might be intimidated by being around them because of the energy they give off. And I feel like Meg has that type of energy that gives off to some dudes. And, you know, if, you know, Tori might think he's an alpha male. So, you know, butt heads and, you know, bring alcohol and drugs into it. And one thing led to another, and she ends up getting shot a couple times. You know, luckily, you know she's uh, you know, it's not nothing serious, but she ain't gonna be the she ain't gonna be able to twerk for a while. You know, <laughs> she ain't gonna be able to twerk for a while. She's gonna be out of out of commission for a minute. You know, but um, 
Yeah, man, I, I think that's something we should discuss. Like, I think just in relationships with dudes being insecure, being insecure with themselves and not not being a man at the end of the day, you know? Um, I see it all the time, and I see it online and shit with stuff like this and my uh, friends and family, you know, with interactions and relationships of how men act towards women and how they let them get out of their they zone and shit, and they get into their world. You know, like I was watching a podcast. Um, I, I watch uh, Godfrey, Godfrey's podcast. That's one of my favorite podcasts to watch, other than other than ours, you know. Um, and his uh, co-host was talking about how he was with this girl, and he, you know, he was trying to be, do everything right, trying to be the gentleman, take her out to eat, you know what I'm saying, go back to her crib, you know, they start to hook up and then her mom walk in and uh, that ruins everything. So then they end up going outside and talking for a bit and they somehow get into a conversation of slap boxing. Like she, <laughs> she, she brings up, she can slap box. And he's like, oh, you ain't, you can't slap box. She's like, what? Like he, she, like she, and she challenged him to a slap box. And he was like, nah, I ain't going to slap box you. And she, she started hitting this nigga. I started hitting on him. And he, it got to the point to where he had to do that, you know, the man shit. He had to grab her, grip her ass up, like, hey, chill the fuck out, you know? And, uh, but at that point, he already lost. He already lost because he allowed her to do that. He allowed her to get him out of his masculine uh, frame and allow her, allowed her to control the situation, you know, the, the begin on hitting on him and shit, you know? Um, I think that's an issue. I think all these, <laughs> all this shit we see, this simp culture, like OnlyFans and shit, you know, um, which I we've talked about before. But it's just, it's just something. It's like the demise of the man. At the end of the day, it's the, it's the demise of the man. Um, I mean, I, I get it. There should be women should be confident and. Don't get me wrong, like, the woman that I end up being with, if I ever do get married, I don't want her to be completely submissive to me. I want her to be her own person at the end of the day and have a personality. And, you know, if I'm getting out of line, you know, it, you know, say something, you know, and I'll, re I'll readjust maybe. Maybe if I feel, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put it into consideration. You know, it's just like checking your friends and shit. If you really my friend... Then you would let me know when I'm tripping. That's that's the type of woman I would want in my life. But at the end of the day, I would want her to submit to me in a certain degree as well, because I am a man at the end of the day, and I want to be that in the the uh, uh for my family, you know, as opposed to some of these these beta males that just let women walk all over them, and uh, probably fucking their next door neighbor or their. The fucking uh, Pilates, uh, Pilates, uh, Pilates instructor, you know, the same old cycle. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. So I just, I just felt like that's somewhere we could start, man. You know, it's just, it's just a lot of fuckery going on. I want to say first, you know, uh, we are episode forty-seven. Shout out to uh, an RP to Cabo the Steves. Yeah, rest up, RP. So, yeah, you know, back to the topic at hand, though. Um, you know, I think it all goes back to just the culture that 
that um, it's just mainstream now that, you know, um, how, how a lot of people grow up. I think the experiences, regardless if you come from a, a you know, a nuclear family or just a um, single mother household, single father household, you still have to learn how to, uh, I guess, become masculine, how to, how to beat, how to beat what mainstream uh, culture is basically trying to uh, teach you and influence you, I guess. And I don't think, uh, I don't think a lot of us in in 2020 or, you know, up to this point have been able to do that, which is, and it causes a lot of insecurities on both sides. Uh, and this, in this topic pertaining to the man, like, you know, like Tory Lanez, like, you know, who knows what really happened? <laughs> that shit, out, man. Who knows what really happened to that? Uh, it's but, crazy. You know, like it just seems like it just don't really make sense. You know, first he he's carrying a weapon. So at the end of the day, come on, dog. You do you, you. He was he was slipping in some aspect. In some aspect, he was slipping, and you know it don't look good. So that's an L. And you know it. It just shows, you know, if he really did shoot her, he just is extremely insecure. Um, and, you know, he can't really handle the task at hand. He got a lot of learning to do, regardless of, like, that's one thing about reality. It don't matter what, how much money you got. It don't matter uh, how popular you are. You're going to get exposed at the end of the day. <laughs> you will get exposed <laughs> if you don't know your role. And if you don't, if, if you're not, if you're not on your, if you're not on your, on your purpose, I guess, you know, right, if, you, right. if you're acting like something, you're not, you know, um, if, you, if, if you don't know your role, if you don't know your level, if it's, that it's levels to this shit, you're going to get exposed at some point. Um, you know, it's just a lot of, uh, insecurity and, you know, you can also add to the fact that there's a lot of, uh, single mother households and, you know, a lot of us have had to shake how how we've been taught, you know, and I, and and how we've been raised. And a lot of people haven't been able to defeat that, over be able to overcome that on both sides, you know, on both sides, you know, and all and all different ty- different types of households. It's, it's a different dynamic to everything. It's just a part of the culture that I think we grew up in, and how everything is more feminine driven, and it is less masculine and. Um, you know, it's just you gotta you gotta be able to teach yourself basically through your experiences. Uh, so the big thing is, you know, knowing who you are. Once you know who you are and what you want, then you'll be able to be uh, to find, you know, I guess the right person. The right you'll be able to know what you want, I guess. Yeah. You got to work on yourself, though. I realize, you know, because we all have different insecurities, but it's all about working on, like, what what, what do you feel? Like, what is that? Like, how can you work on that? How can you work on this and become better? You know, how can you get out of your ego and make your ego um, improve, um, allow you to improve on yourself, I guess? Um, shake that shit, you know, know yourself, and then you'll be able to be a, be a better man and woman to, you know, whatever partner you get, you get to be with and you know however you go about it is how you go about it but it's all about you know knowing yourself 
knowing what uh, I guess what you feel like your what you feel like your insecurities are because a lot of time uh your you what you think your insecurities are may not it may be your own mis misperception of something that doesn't even really exist. That's what I also realized. You never even really know. You might you may view something that you don't necessarily think you're the best at, but other people may actually like the world and the reality around you may look at that as damn, that's one of your best traits. You know, and it's it's just how you go about life figuring this shit out and knowing what's real, what, what reality really is. What knowing you're figuring out who you are. Once you figure out yourself, then you can then you can uh provide then you can provide and uh you know be be the best partner, I guess, you know. But right, it's all right. about it's all about it's all about you know you who knowing who you are. Tory Lanez, like I said, it don't matter. That's why I say it don't it don't matter. If you're a rapper, it don't matter what 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 at what level you at. If you a beta male, you a beta male. <laughs> yeah, it's like all these it's like we we listen to like a lot of these artists and they claim to be, you know, have all of these things, materialistic items and have slept with all of these women and stuff. But really, and I know a lot of women say this shit, but honestly, for the most part, I, I agree with it. It's like, it's just these dudes are just showing their insecurities. You know, they, you talk about everything that you have, but at the end of the day, you have nothing at all. Because you, in a sense, you still feel incomplete. You know, you 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 show this, you show your face, a mask, because we all wear masks. We were wearing masks before this pandemic. You show this mask to the world, not wanting to show the world who you really are at the end of the day, because you're afraid of what people may think of you. So you you follow in line and you conform to the what what's popular instead of being yourself. And uh, I think that's the just... mask. The mask you talk about. I, I, uh, my teacher in ninth grade, Mr. Craig, he called it's called the Prosopran. I believe it's Greek. It is a mask that we show to the world that we all just naturally do. That's interesting. I really I just that that, that like lit a light bulb in my head. We've been wearing like, like you correct about that way before this shit. Way before it's about how, what do you how you even with that mask how you how are you showing like how how are you still showing yourself to the world because you never really fully show yourself. Yeah, yeah, and I, and like you said, like yeah, like with the Tory Lane situation, you know, he might think he's all this and that. He probably met his match with somebody like her. He couldn't handle that shit, you know. Um, but it is what it is, you know. With more experience, we can learn. I mean, it's just kind of like <laughs> it's just kind of like those dudes that be in like the clubs and stuff, and they just be all over that girl and shit. Like, like damn, nigga, you. I mean, you can let her have a little bit of fun, can't you? Like, damn, you got to be on her all day, like all night. Like, just just chill and post up a little bit, damn, like. You know, just all stressed and shit. Can't worry about another nigga. If she really fuck with you, bro, she not gonna fuck with no other dude, bro. Like, if you really and if you really got the relationship where you wanted that, she ain't gonna look no other way. And that's that's period, though. You know, so 
I think um the next thing we can talk about because again, um I feel like the overarching theme of this episode is relationships and this one this uh topic just happened. I mean, it's been going crazy and it deals with uh deals with becoming the president. So, of course, as we've talked about before, uh Kanye, you know, Kanye is running for president right now. A president of the United States. And uh he did a rally. He did a rally in uh Charleston, South Carolina. I watched it. I watched the entire live stream of it. And um I mean it pretty much went the way I thought it was going to go. He got on stage very er- erratic with his his thoughts kind of was all over the place but you can tell he was just freestyling everything just talking about everything and um he made headlines again because you know last time he got in trouble because he he said uh you know slavery was a choice you know this time he get he got in trouble because he said and i quote about the read the exact quote He said Harriet Tubman Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had them work for other white people. And people went fucking crazy when they saw that clip. And again, you know, from me, I'm a I'm a fan, uh, a fan of uh Kanye, you know, that if that's one thing you know about me, then you know I'm a big fan of Kanye's and um I was watching it and I, when he said it, I was just like, eh, I don't know, you know, I don't know, like the way it sounded. But the more I think about it, the more I think I agree with what he said. Ain't no thinking involved in this. Oh, my God. You I don't know. get it. I mean, I mean, the more I agree, I mean, you can look at it from the standpoint of, yeah, uh, Harriet Tubman, there's upwards of 300 sla- slaves she supposedly rescued. But I, after doing more research, I seen that it was more so around like seventy to eighty slaves um, that she helped take to the north. But let, we got to think about it from the standpoint of if she saved these people, quote unquote, saved them, they weren't truly free at the end of the day. If they're just going into a white supremacist society where they're controlled by a white person at the end of the day, you know, they're working and stuff. You feel like you're free, but you still got that invisible white hand over your shoulder. And I feel that to this day, I feel like, I don't think we are technically free to this day. I mean, mentally, and if you want to go there mentally, uh, spiritually, shit, physically, the shit that they were doing back then is still happening to this day. People are still getting lynched to this day. Yet people were so up in uh, uh, it was such an uproar. Like, how could he say that that shit? I'm like, bro, like, listen to what he's saying. He's not speaking no wrong. I mean, it's facts. I mean, it's facts what he's saying. You know, he might have not said it in a way you wanted to hear it. But can you retort what he said? Because think about it during that time. 
if she quote unquote saved these people, who were they going to work for right after? They were going to work for more white people. Except this time, maybe not in fields, maybe not necessarily getting um getting uh beaten for not working and shit, but in a sense, they didn't escape it. They didn't escape so-called slavery. And, you know, that's where I'm at with that. Um, before I go further, because there's, there's more to, uh, to dissect with uh, what Kanye did in that, that press conference, well, that rally that he did, because he said a lot of stuff, and um, it was very interesting. But um, let me get your your point about. Let me get with your uh, your thoughts on this because I haven't done much research on Harriet Tubman myself. Now this is what I've been waiting for right here. All right. First off, I want to ask. I think we took a step back in time or something because I can't believe we in twenty twenty and it really and people can't really see what he what he what he's really saying. See, plenty of times before I said, you know, we've been in that, you know, if you were born in 94 or whatever, in the late 20th century, 21st century, early 21st century, that these are the actual dark ages of, of, of uh, at least being a melanated individual, that we are actually in true, like, in the dark ages, we are in the lowest, lowest form of what it means to be a, a human. Um, You know, here recently, I've been saying that our slavery started in 1865 with uh, President Ulysses S. Grant, which I found it very found it very interesting that Kanye had came out and uh, actually spoke on this at his rally. And actually, what people don't realize, I didn't even watch the rest of the rally, but I did watch that clip when he said this. And what he actually did is he's actually about to break another piece of the matrix in half because it's about to really show. It's about to allow allow the masses to understand that history is, is that we how we've been told is a lot, and uh, the reason why is when you really understand that. What if you know it is true that we were already here on this land? The stories that they tell us of Harriet Tubman, Underground Railroad, or whatever. The stories that they tell us about it, you look at it in a different perspective. You don't look at it as 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 the same as you did before. You start to look at it a lot different. You start to ask more questions and then you start to go down another rabbit hole. You start to be like, you know, well, maybe what I was told was not really what was going on at that time. And kind of, this is what, about, this is what, what the masses, because we already, I already understand, you know, that slavery, the way we were told, Slavery didn't really exist, at least for my people. My people weren't enslaved. Enslaved. Uh, if you actually look at who the real slaves were, you know, a lot of people have already spoke on that recently. And, you know, right now, people aren't really ready for that. But you know where I'm going with it. Just know my people weren't slaves. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of stuff that we've been told through history, uh, we've basically been told. It's like a fairy tale. It's not true. History did not go the way we've been taught. And this is about to be another big revelation. Including the story of Harriet Tubman, you know. Say it is true that she, you know, 
freed even the, even on the lower end the 70 80 slaves where did she free them to and uh the descendants of those people that she freed can they say they claim ownership of any land right now in the united states of america in 2020 more than likely they can't they can't say they claim ownership to really anything so either you know those people that she freed were like what did they what did she free them to what kind, what type of freedom was were they able to give their um bloodline no type of freedom if you really think about it they don't own nothing right now they don't even own the own land that they walk on they don't even own the history uh, you know, they probably don't even own a house. They probably don't even really own, a, but a house. You know, like a lot, like they don't own anything. So this, this kind of, this is what, this is the rabbit hole that everybody else is about to go down. You know, they're about to really understand. You know, it might take a couple months. It ain't gonna take a couple years, but it's, people gonna really start to understand. Oh shit! Yay was actually right again. Instead of him saying that uh, she sold him to more white people, that's where he kind of went off the cliff. Was he, he used the wrong word? He used the white people. He should have just said she just basically sold him right back into slavery. That's all he had to say. If he would have said that, then I think people would have taken taken it just as bad, but they would have been able to understand it quick quicker. Because it ain't just you know I've spoken this before. It ain't really just about race because it's so mixed up at this point. On both ends, you could you could be weeded out when it comes to your um when it comes to your phenotype. The way somebody looks, you can be weeded out through a couple of generations on either side. So that kind of that kind of takes away, you know, that that's that superiority complex on both sides. This is what this this goes back to what I was saying about bloodline. It's really about what you have through your running through your veins. Because it's black people that will sell you out, it's people that look like just just like you and me that will sell you out and that are more demonic than somebody that looks white because it's so mixed up. And the reality is that white person, his great, great grandparents, grandparents probably was blacker than the, than, than you or me. See, this is what I'm saying. It's not even about how it's not about race anymore. It's not even about that no more, you know? So I think this is, but it's, it's going to open up more and more rabbit holes. You know, it's going to allow people to really start to really answer more and more questions about history. So where he lost me was when he used the term white. But even I understand Kanye don't he he not really like he can he we understand the same thing. It's just like I said, you know, a lot of us have a, have a problem with uh, expressing how expressing that thought. I I see exactly what he's saying. He just used the wrong term when he said the, he said white because it's not even about race anymore. It's about just what what it's about what happened. It, it's about what it is. And basically, all he had to say was she sold him right back into slavery because, I mean, we still are enslaved to this day. This is the slavery. This is the slavery. This is this is what we're about to, we're about to actually be freed. Our, that shit started in 1865 because truly our ancestors, our great, great ancestors were enslaved. They own land. They own gold. They own history. They knew who they were. But at some point here recently, the descendants lost that. Something bent that. And what bent that was we became prisoners of war and we were actually, you know, I guess, quote unquote, enslaved. Us right now to this day. Yep. So what was sold out, what, you know, what was freed when they use the terms freed and, 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 and 
you know, all that all that shit, what really happened, you got to look at it out of outside of their lens. You got to look at it from your lens. That's the flip. That's the inverse for what happened to you. You actually captured. You actually, you actually you know, enslaved. You know, you got to flip it around. You weren't free. They were free. <laughs> if you get where I'm going back to what I was saying about your ancestors not being the true slaves, if you pick up what I just said. So, I actually agree with what he said. He just, I, you know, he just used, it. he uh, just could have came about it in a better way. But you still got to really understand what he said, and people are going to eventually get what he what, what he's really saying. Right. Um. And another thing, man, like this is the this is really what uh, kind of irritates. What? Well, yeah, this is what pisses me off. Is like, you know. He went and he did this campaign rally in Charleston, South Carolina, you know, which is, ve- as far as I know, is a very, is it, I want to say it's a very melanated area, for sure. South Carolina, the Carolinas in general is very melanated, but South Carolina is, um, yeah, is there with it as well. It's very important. It's definitely a destination that you have to hit similar to like our state, I would say. But, you know, he, he brought up a lot of things, you know, of course he brought up his faith. Um, he talked about him, uh, abortion, talked about gun control. He talked about land reparations. Um, he talked about a plethora of things, but like you said, it's like, he he has a lot of ideas. It's like it's hard for him to like articulate everything he says, though. You know, he kind of rambles and goes from one thought to another. And I can see where people listen to it and be like, what is he talking about? Like, this doesn't make sense or anything. But you have to go back and listen to what he said multiple times because he does make sense. He just doesn't articulate himself well. I mean, he's a creative person at the end of the day, you know, an artist. And... You know, one thing that stood out, another thing that stood out from that thing is that he, you know, there's a clip of him going around where he's crying and people, this is what really, this is what really got me heated. Like when I was looking online and stuff, you know, people are up in arms like, oh my God, he needs help. He's hurting. He needs help. This man is mentally ill. He needs help, you know, and not even knowing why he was crying. It's not like he just broke down and started crying for no reason. He broke down and started crying because he thought about aborting his first child. And he remembered when he he thought that and he said the same thing happened when his mom would thought about aborting him because his dad wasn't ready to be a father. So he brought he he connected the two. And then he you know, he brought about he thought about um you know, wanting to abort his own child and that brought him to tears. And you get the same thing every time he opens his mouth is he's crazy. He needs help. He's sick. Yada, yada, yada. And I th- I just think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit at the end of the day. I think what you see is somebody, uh, a melanated person that is very outspoken. He's always been outspoken and he's a threat at the end of the day. He's a fucking threat to the establishment that we have today that is going to be burned to the ground and rebuilt. And they know that. 
That's why they go so hard at him in the media. Because they know what he's doing. This dude, I mean, everything he said he was going to do, like I said before, his interviews like seven years ago, he's doing now. This man's a multi-billionaire. He just signed a 10-year deal with Gap to, to remake, to do clothes, clothing with them. He said he was going to make affordable clothing. He's, he's lowering the prices on his shoes. He's making them more, mass production. Like, he's doing everything he said he was going to do. He's building homeless shelters. Like, he's putting up all these ideas on his, online. You know, he's talking about buying land and stuff. And all these, oh, all over the country, buying land and stuff. Like, and people just look and see, the, they take these sound bites, these clips, and just say he's crazy and he needs help. Which I think is bullshit. Because he was doing this, he's been doing this his, uh, his entire career. Yeah, he had a stunt in like 2015 where he went on stage and he just like didn't perform. So then what happened? He got he got locked in a psych ward against his will for a week where they drugged him. And when he got out, he was on like seven different medications. And you you want to you mean to tell me that's helping somebody? You can get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't I'm I'm so tired of people thinking they know like I'm so tired of people thinking they know what's best for somebody just because they they think differently than them. It's like, oh, no, he, this this man, and I'm just going to use the term black, this black man, you know, he he's talking way too much. He's crazy. Every fucking time a black man has an opinion in this country, it's always he's fucking crazy and he needs help. It's some fucking bullshit. I'm tired of it. I'm fucking tired of these motherfuckers thinking they can control who the fuck we are at the end of the day. Like, you can't control me at the end of the day. You can't control what the fuck I'm going to say and what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what the fuck I'm going to do at the end of the day. It's my decision. Nobody else's. You can't, this, you don't know what my destiny is. We all got our own paths to walk. So stop trying to tell me I, I need to do something. I need to do this. I need to do that. I'm going to do what the fuck I feel like doing. And that's what he's always did. He's always stood on what he wanted to do. And people looking at him a certain way because they know he has that power to accomplish whatever he sets his mind to. And that's the most frightening thing to the, the powers that be. So he went on a, 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 a rant on Twitter. Like this was yesterday. He was just ranting and stuff. And again, this goes back to the overarching theme of this episode, which is relationships. Now, I'm going to just read some of these tweets because he, again, he's, he's speaking in code. He always speaks in code. And again, people think, you know, he's crazy, but he speaks in code every time he talks. Even in that rally, he was saying shit like he put up, um, he had put up a tweet about abortion and people were going in on him because it was, it was like a tweet about six months into a, a pregnancy and getting an abortion or something like that. He said in the, the rally that the forces made him make that abortion post. The forces made him make that abortion post. He since has deleted that post, but he made the post. And then he was talking about um, how he has the platform now to get the ideas out of young people coming up. Because if he presents those ideas to the world, they'll kill him. And he said that. 
Oh, he said that in the the uh the rally. Um so let me get into these these tweets that he he said because I think it's very interesting some of the things he said. If I can find or no, you know what? I'm about to just read. Okay, never mind. I got the links right here. I'm about to read some of this. So one of the tweets he said, and you know, this is after the rally. He said, and I quote, Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up like on the movie Get Out because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. Then he said NBC locked up Bill Cosby. Then he's got a tweet talking about um, Chris, don't play with me. You and that calm, yay, are not allowed around my children. Y'all tried to lock me up. Now, here's the one. This is the one tweet he deleted that I, I think is very uh, interesting. And I think there's a deeper meaning behind it. He said, I put my life on the line for my children that North's mother would never sell her sex. And then he ended it with rape. Now. We talked about episodes before about Dwayne Wade and how he was going around, you know, just uh, on a fucking promo tour about his his son now turned into a daughter now Zaya, and how he's so upset, accepting of it and whatnot. But I've already told you before, in my opinion about it, he sold his son out to the powers that be. He's 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 in the relationship with somebody that is a part of the Holly Weird situation, and she runs that household. And he sold his son out to the powers that be. And people, a lot of people, will say that's crazy and it's conspiracy, but this happens more than you think. Look at you can look at a lot of um, black entertainers and look at their family structure. Shit, look at Magic Johnson. Look at his son. You mean to tell me... You mean to tell me Magic Johnson, with all this talent, all the fucking talent in the world, he couldn't have one... His son didn't have none of that in him? None of that talent? None of that... He had none of that. So what did his son end up becoming? His son ended up becoming something else, something for people to see online and, you know, talk. If you say something wrong, like, man, what? Damn. Imagine your son turned out like that. Wow. I didn't expect it. You're homophobic. You know, people are so sensitive. You know that the alphabet community gets pissed off of you just saying something at all, just opening your mouth about something. Pause. Just opening your mouth about like a situation, <laughs> and, you know. They get, they get, they get so upset about you. Just like you get canceled. Yeah, you get canceled. Like just because I don't fuck with that, you know. Like Sports Illustrated just put the first transgender model up there. Okay, what the fuck? Like I don't, I'm, I'm not with that shit. Like you can be what you want, but that isn't something I, I personally agree with because we know you're blatantly forcing an agenda 
just like Wade is with his uh, now daughter. He's he's in that. And in my opinion, Wade is trying to um, live through his daughter because I feel like truly that's who he wanted to be. But that's another discussion for another day. Um, and yeah, going back to Magic, Magic's son, Isaiah Thomas, you know, two gay sons, one molested. You think this shit is not a fucking pattern? Like, do you you don't think this is a pattern? And with this one tweet where he's saying, I put my life on the line for my children, that North's mother would never sell her sex rape. What does that what does that sound like to you? To me, that sounds like trafficking. That's what it sounds like to me. So before anything could take place. He went on Twitter and went on the rant and just said what he had to say. Because this is what goes on behind the, uh, closed doors. This is what goes on with these, these child entertainers, these people that's coming up in this fucking inter- uh, demonic entertainment industry. They're taking advantage of, a lot of them molested. And people just turn their heads the other way like they don't see a damn thing. But it's all coming to the light now. All these motherfuckers is going to get up out of here because we motherfuckers is tired of that. I'm tired of seeing this shit. I'm tired of seeing kids missing. I'm tired of seeing somebody that could be my fucking brother or sister just taking in fucking broad daylight and nobody's seen nothing. I'm tired of seeing that, you know. Um, but yeah, he I, he pretty much he went on to say that his life is get out. That's that's what his life is. And, you know, people saying he's crazy or whatnot. Nah, you know, I don't think he's crazy, but if he stays around that demonic family long enough, he'll fucking go insane. I think they're the problem. I think they've always been a problem. And, uh, yeah, I just that's just my two cents on that. But it is a tactic, you know, somebody that is intelligent, that is outspoken, that's the tactic that's been used in, in this in this past society, you know, to call them crazy and mentally ill. You know, I, I spoke on this here recently. I actually had somebody, a coworker, said, call me manic, you know, or whatever. That's what they say about him. They say he's in a manic episode right now. I literally had somebody last week tell me that, I was, like, the same shit that Kanye's going through, I've been going through, like, here recently. You know, I had somebody call me manic at work because of what I was posting on Facebook and stuff, but... The thing is, like, the shit that's about to really, you know, go down, like, you got to understand, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a new 1%. It's a new, it's, they always been here. We always been here, but, you know, it's a bit, it's about to be a separation that's going to happen. You know, the separation is off the intelligence and, and you know, that's, that's the real gene. Something's going to separate us. And, you know, it's going to be over, it's, it's 2020. It's those with the vision of that, with that intelligence. Those with the with the uh, with the higher ideas, the, the uh, I guess the crystal children is I guess you know what they want to call them. You know, um, you know they're here. It's it's a new reality we're going into, a new society. Everything is going to be different. Everything is going to be different. I've been seeing you know Yahoo Finance post about you know I've been seeing mainstream posts about you know them talking about Google and you know being created by the CIA and. You know, I've said it before recently, you know, a lot of shit is not going to make it. A lot of stuff is not going to make it. Like this whole society that we live in is is literally some shit out of like um, 
a book. You know, this shit is like we're we're, we're slaves. We 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 are slaves right now. Everything is controlled down to the T. And you know, it's going to be a cleaning up. It's a, it's a cleaning up that a lot of it I think has already occurred, but it's going to continue to you know happen. And it's going to be a lot of shit to change. And people think Kanye plan about being president. You know, I was you know I said it before, but you know it, it, it looked. Just really listen and follow with what he's saying, and look at what's about to go. What's what's going on now? You know, just how much longer we have left to go. You know, uh, like I said, you know, a couple episodes in the past, I didn't even think Trump was going to be president. And after this election, I thought he was probably just going to step down or some shit. But you know, I said something had something crazy was going to happen, and you know, I think that this Kanye Kanye running was one of them was one thing, but it's going to keep getting weirder and weirder here over the next couple months. Um, but you know, what's happening is it's, it's a resetting of everything, resetting of everything. It's a new one percent that's being created or that's being cultivated. That's a uh, uh, kind of positioning itself, uh, you know, to run this shit. A new one percent, and it's going to be different and. Uh, a lot of what's got to come to light is the is the, kind of what happened in the past society. You know, a lot of the the level of control that we had that they had over over us. The fact that it was run off of child trafficking, and this has been a, this has been run off of child trafficking for thousands of years. This has been this is a battle that's been going on for thousands of years, and it's it's coming to an end. So, this is a, looks like it's probably we might be really going into a golden age here soon on every aspect you can think of. You know. Of the mind, body, and soul, and you know the child trafficking thing is going. It's all. This is what it's all going to go back to on every level. The the reason why they have us controlled like this, a birth certificate, everything, while we were conquered. All this stuff is going to. A lot of stuff is going to have to be revealed, and it's going to all go back to the level of child trafficking and why they child, why the why they do that, and the level of 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 how it goes on and. And you know everything's going to go back to that. Everything's going to go back to the child trafficking. Everything is going to go back to the child trafficking. Um, and because it's, it's it's that serious, you know, it's affected everybody's lives on every continent, on every level. Some 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 more so than others. But that is very interesting about the Kanye West and the uh, you know that Kardashian situation. You know, they I, are the problem. Yeah, I think. And this is just my theory. I don't give a fuck if you agree with me or not to anybody that listened to this. I think they were going to try to take one of his kids mm-hmm. as a sacrifice. And he he wasn't with that shit. Like, I think it's more than him just saying, you know, he didn't want to abort his kid. Like, they was trying to sacrifice one of his kids and he wasn't with it. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, and to people that think this sacrifice shit, these rituals don't happen, you're fucking stupid if you don't. Like, I mean... See, they they, they got to be spoon-fed. They got to... That's what's going on. What's going on right now is the spoon-feeding. Because a lot of us have been talking about this for years. We knew about adrenochrome. We've been talking about this for years. We've really been knowing what's going on. And we had to deal with the bullshit. We had to deal with the people calling you crazy, whatever, whatever. But see, what's really going on is the spoon feeding of the masses to how deep this shit really goes. And, and this is, you know, this is how, this is what I'm getting out of this. And 
I used to get angry. I used to get sad. But now, really, it's time for the elite to sit back. It's time for the new elite and the new one percent to sit back and really look at what's going on and position ourselves in a in the right in the right spot. Because what is really going on and what's going to happen over the next few months is going to be a spoon feeding to really what's really going on. Really, go down, read your, go down your Facebook post and tell me how many people are talking about child tra- child trafficking and adrenochrome and um, pedophiles. It's, it's it's astonishing. Remember when 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 that when it, when that started. For sure, for sure. Um, this goes into another, I, again, um, relationships, you know, as the overarching theme. Um, Nick Cannon. <laughs> I know you heard about this. Nick Cannon got under fire, came under fire recently for some of his remarks he made on his podcast, uh, Cannon's Class, where he was interviewing Professor Griff. I watched the entire interview, by the way. And this was, I watched it before all of this happened, and I didn't think much of it because I knew what he was saying and what Professor Griff was saying was truth at the end of the day. Um, Nick Cannon made some comments about just, uh, well, yeah, about they, them, the higher ups. He alluded to, you know, white people or Jewish people, rather. And they felt some, or, you know, so-called Jewish people, rather, they felt some type of way about what he said. And um, let me let me find the quote real quick. Like, in the future, when we uh, do, like, podcasts in the future, uh, in the same room, I think it would be dope if we can, like, try to incorporate, like, clips and shit into it. Cause I think it would, that would help out a lot. For sure. Um, but yeah, let me see if I can find the exact quotes he made. Cause since then he took the video down, obviously, or maybe not him. It was probably Viacom, Viacom, who he was working for. They uh fired him. Let me see where is his comments at. Okay, so here we go. And this is from thesun.com uh, gossip site. But pretty much this is what he said. Cannon said, when, when we are the same people who they want to be, that's our birthright. We are the true Hebrews. Uh, the rapper then, see, they, when they always... They always got something negative to say. They always got to go by the rapper, the singer. They always do that. The rapper then discussed skin color and claimed that people without dark skin live in fear. And I'm going to say this, and I'm uh, quoting him, and I'm going to say this carefully, he begins. He begins to allege that people who lack sufficient melanin are a little less. Those without dark skin have a deficiency that historically forced them to act out of fear and uh, commit acts of violence to survive, he said. They had to be savages, Nick said, adding that he was referring to Jewish people, white people, Europeans, among others. Um, what's really interesting about this is Professor Griff, 
he got into trouble about saying, quote-unquote, anti-Semitic comments back in the 80s when he was a part of the group known as Public Enemy. Um, at the time, Griff told New York Times, the Jews are wicked, and we can prove this. And uh, Griff appeared to stand by his past remarks telling the podcast, I'm hated now because I told the truth. Uh, Cannon called Griffin a, a legend. You know, you're speaking facts. That There's no reason to be scared of anything when you're speaking the truth. So, yeah, pretty much what Nick said was uh, that they were savages and that the lack of their melanin is a, a big reason why. And to his point, I agree with everything he said. He said nothing wrong. The only thing is, is that he's in the mainstream. You know, he's this this guy we've known for many years. I, I, I started seeing Nick on all that many years ago when I was a kid growing up. He was on that sketch comedy show on uh, Nickelodeon. He got to the point where he fucking owned, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, he owned a network, Team Nick, at one point. So this is a dude that's very successful you know, has done a lot, you know, in, in the entertainment business. And now he's he's awakened, so to speak. And he's been speaking out for like the past year or two years, a couple years now on more conscious material. And even Griff told him in the interview, Griff told him, look, you know, if you're going to go this route, just be prepared of what's going to come. It's almost like he was trying to show off a little bit for Professor Griff with trying to tell him everything that Griff already knows. You know, Griff was just sitting there acknowledging like, yeah, yeah, yep, you're right, you're right. Like, you know, it's like he was trying to let him impress him by how much he's done, his research and shit. Mind you, Nick Cannon is like, age-wise, Nick Cannon is, uh, he'll be 40 this year. And, um, Mind you, we're we're in our twenties, and we probably know more than what he knows at this point, for sure. Which I mean, that's not a any knock on him, but you know, people come into the enlightenment at different points in their life. But you know, he he he's at the point where he's trying to school the OG on what he knows about every the world and the truth about the true people, the the true originators and whatnot. And he caught backlash from it. And what did he do? He ended up apologizing. Which, I mean, that's the most predictable thing that would happen. He ended up apologizing. And um, he just did a new podcast with a Jewish person, a rabbi, on the the the, uh, the podcast where he was discussing it. I haven't watched that one yet. But uh, he put... He, he, <laughs> wow, this is a fucking joke. Yeah, some fucking to me. He said he's a he's a goofy. A, a, I, I said it's a fucking joke to me. Oh, a joke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he knew what he was getting himself into when he made these comments. He knew this was going to happen. He tried, and he even said, "Like, let me try to say this." Like, I'm paraphrasing. He like, let me try to tread lightly with this. He knew what was going to happen when he said that stuff. Like, it don't matter if it's just his podcast on YouTube. He's a known, he's a celebrity at the end of the day. And he works for a fucking Jewish, comp, uh, a Jewish headed 
company in Viacom. You know, Viacom controls a bunch of shit, a bunch of networks, including MTV, where he has his Wild and Out, his show Wild and Out that's been on for over a decade. And he was talking about demanding his ownership of the show, which has made over a billion dollars, I think. But then he ended up apologizing and putting a rabbi on his, his latest episode. And now he, and then his recent tweets, he was saying, uh, he said in his tweets, I heard an entire community and it pained me to my core. I thought it couldn't get any worse. Then I watched my own community turn on me and call me a sellout for apologizing. Good night. Enjoy Earth. Y'all can have this planet. I'm out. Um, let me, well, let me get your thoughts on this. Nah, no, like I said before, I agree with what he said. I just don't agree with the skin skin issue thing. Like, I think it's even deeper than skin color. I, I think it goes the bloodline, you know. Um, with with you know the the history, and you know, even up to this day, the comparison is no comparison. You know, we'll at the end of the day, you know. We'll leave it up to the mind to ponder who you believe the real Jews are. <laughs> I mean, that's all you have to say. Like, that's all you have to, like, you know, I'm, it is what it is. Some people are chosen, some aren't. You can talk in code, and, you know, the reason why you got to do it is it's only, it's only meant for those who really need to understand it. That's all that matters. You know, it is what it is. Some people are chosen, some aren't. Some conquered, some, did, some got conquered. Some had control over the other ones. Some are being controlled, basically. But understand, you know, those who are being controlled have always, in a sense, through history, been controlled. <laughs> and they match your description as well. But, you know, the problem I have is if you believe in something, just stand in it. Stand on it. Believe in what you uh what, what you what you what you've done, you know. Take it as it is. But you know, it seems like at the end of the day, it's all set up in this in this in this society. We're still in the same society, you know. It seems like it's all set up for you know something bigger, you know. Like I just don't understand how you can. You said it. You 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 said it, and you and you stated it on 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 record. But don't backtrack. Take it as it is. Take your L's. You know, if you believe that, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Don't pander to, you know, try to take back what you said. You said what you said. Stand on it. Be a man. That's the only thing, you know, that's the, with the outcome. I don't agree with that. Like, you know, with the, he apologized and then, you know, that don't even make sense to me. But like I was telling me and my mom discussed this. Like I told her before, you know, I didn't look at it that deep because I don't look at him like a leader, regardless of what he's done. Whatever, like I don't look at him like he's he's not I mean, a leader. To he's me. always been my leader. To to be honest, besides the past couple years, he's always really been looked at as like a corny ass dude, like goofy. He's not a leader. Sort of, like, exactly sort of like a like a Wayne Brady, in a sense. He's like that type yep. of black person. He's like an Oreo to an extent. He did exactly what I expected. So like, it don't even really like it's not. I ain't trying to look at it too deep because he did exactly what I expected. He did exactly what I expected. So it is what it is. A true leader don't do that. And, you know, it, 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 he's not a true leader in my mind. 
you know, whatever. So he did what I expected. You know, wow. Okay, let's move on. I think the bigger picture, you know, we're going to get out of all this is we're going to stop looking at these celebrities. We're going to start to see the true cream of the crop because it's going to rise to the top. And it ain't going to even really matter about what, you, like, it ain't going to really matter about how the public, how the media views you and the money. And I guess that's not going to matter. The, the true cream of the crop is going to rise to the top. And I think that's what's going on right now. We're going to all get fed up with this, with this dumb shit, you know, with this, with this weird scripted shit in a way. It looks all looks scripted. We're going to get tired of it. And the real cream of the crop is about to rise to the top. If you really stand on something and if you really mean something, people are just going to just start to gravitate towards that. This is a resetting of all this shit. And you know, like I said, like I like I said, me and my mom discussed this, and he's not a true leader. So he did exactly, he's doing exactly what I expected. And I don't think it's I don't see why it's even really news anymore, you know. I mean he, well, it he is got, news because he got, you know they wanted to be news. Yeah, he got he got scared. He 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 got scared he was gonna lose all his money. So he just did the took the easy way out and apologized. You know, um and so that's what every one of these celebrities do. They'll try to talk like they so tough and real or whatever. And, you know, demand their money and ownership. But at the end of the day, they're going to bend the knee. They're going to bow at the end of the day. Because they're not really about what they say they about. I mean, he can believe that, but... We still slaves. Yeah, for, and for him to apologize, it's like it just it just shows to the people that really know this shit that he's not really in it. He's playing both sides. It's like you either for us or you against us. Like you have to, if you're gonna say it, like you said, you gotta stand on that shit. You get fired, who gives a fuck? Start your own network. Fuck them. Like, why you, you think so you gonna scared? have to go on that Why you so he's already fucked? He's fucked already. I mean, like, okay, yeah, you fire and you put a rabbi up there and you apologize, but this is gonna remain with you for the rest of your career. They never gonna forget this. Like, they never gonna forget this. So fuck it. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, what are you scared? I mean, I, he had to be scared. I mean, even Professor Griff, I watched his response and shit because, you know, his name getting mentioned because he was on the podcast. You know, he was he was uh, backing Nick. You know, he was like, you know, I'm glad that Nick, you know, spoke out like he did. But he said, I told him, you know, this is what was going to happen. You know, you want to go this route like this is what's going to happen. He's like, it's been 30 years, over 30 years since I said that shit, you know, about the Jews and my life still ain't been the same. He said he ain't had his passport in like 30-some years or something like that. He's missed out on a lot of money because of what he said to this day. But he's still, um, he's still speaking the truth, and he's still about his word. And he, but you know what's One thing he's not, he's not, he's not being controlled by a white... Um, uh, he's not being controlled, yeah, by one... Uh, I guess the 1%. He's got his own platform. And sure, he might not be doing as good as a Chuck D, but he still is known and he still has a, a following at the end of the day. So it seems like Nick was scared of not having that mainstream backing. 
they wouldn't have given he wouldn't have his own TV network, you know, if it wasn't for a reason. You know, he had to be controlled from the beginning. That means he 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 has had to have done something to get that network well, at an early age. Well, you know, he he wore a dress on all, all that. He wore a dress when he was a kid um on the show. Yeah. He, Will Smith was his mentor, so that should tell you a lot right there. He probably was molested by Will Smith. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I mean, you remember what uh, Orlando Bloom's Brown said? Allegedly. Allegedly. Or, uh, <laughs> allegedly he, yeah. Yeah, allegedly him and Orlando Brown had something. You know, they all in on that shit. Uh, they all were child stars. So, who knows, man? Who knows? But, you know, these days you got to miss pronounce stuff or you know say allegedly and weird shit like that behind stuff because you know you you know well it looks like you ain't even being sued about shit anymore because I feel like all the subliminals and all the all the facts are out there. That's the thing, you know, like how come ain't nobody being sued about all these uh allegations? Because you know if they weren't real, wouldn't you sue? Somebody would call you all this and that and trying to slander you and misrepresent your character and wouldn't you right. sue? Right, that's true. I don't see none of that shit going on. Right, like even with that Orlando Brown shit, he didn't deny it. He did not deny you know? it. He just said that he he hoped for the best for him and he was going to pray for him and shit. He never once said that, no, it's not true. I didn't see him say once, no, it wasn't true. You know? This people, they gotta, the people got to understand that what we're dealing with. Like these mother, if you read the, the characteristics, like... These are like demons. Like, you know what I mean? We've been on a de- demonic, like, these are like extraterrestrial, like, like, that. this shit is getting that. It's that, that deep. It's that weird, I think. It is that weird. Like, that's why, you notice, they don't ever really deny nothing. They don't really deny shit. Because, you know, but they'll, yeah, they'll show you. They'll give you the symbols, give you the subliminals. So they got to show you, but get caught, but they don't deny it. Like some demonic type shit. And, you know, it might be that deep. You know, it's looking like it. Never denied. I mean, yeah, show me. I mean, even with what the other episode when I was saying about uh, the rapper that was killed, Little Marlo, 27 years old, killed. He had a close association with uh, Little Baby, who's on fire right now, who's on top of the world right now with his music. And yep. who's to say that dude wasn't a sacrifice? Come on. Like, that was supposed to be his man's. And you know what's so crazy about that is that allegedly, what I seen online, they were trying to kill little baby. Allegedly. But he ended up, his uh, his man's ended up be, uh, being killed. So. I mean, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not coincidence anymore. It's not coincidence anymore. And I think a lot's going to have to be, you know, it's going to not be spoon fed. Even the people that kind of understand what's going on, we still got to kind of be, we got to take a look, take it a little bit at a time. Cause I think it's that deep, you know, I think it's that deep. True indeed. True indeed. All right. So now we can, after, you know, you know, we just talked about a lot of the, the celebrity shit or whatever. We can talk about some more serious stuff. Um, I'm looking right now because I know it's been in the talks, the new stimulus proposal. Um, I literally, when we were just talking about the Nick Cannon bit, I seen on my timeline about the Republicans, they're kind of, they're, they're divided on the stimulus proposal. 
This is according to uh, CNN.com. I'm about to read. Let's see if I can find something from it. Uh, Tuesday's negotiations marked little progress and instead evolved into a day of venting sessions for rank and file members, each with his or her own idea of how to tackle the next chapter or of spending. It all comes just to it all comes just days before a six hundred dollar federal enhancement to unemployment insurance is set to expire. The splits come on key issues from President Donald Trump's insistence on a payroll tax cut to the administration's push to tie education money to the reopening of schools. There are also several Republicans deeply opposed to moving forward on a proposal pegged to start around $1 trillion. Everyone has their own idea. Senator Kim, Kevin Kramer, a North Dakota Republican, as he emerged from a, from a closed-door conference meeting. Uh, McConnell, in a floor speech earlier in the day, outlined key components expected to be in the GOP plan including $105 billion for schools, a second round of targeted funding for the forgivable small business loan program, another round of direct payments and liability protections for businesses, hospitals, healthcare workers, and schools. It's a proposal. Uh, it's a proposal a large portion of the Republican conference is eager to get behind, but several key components remain under discussion with the White House. The issues which had been building for a better part of a day as Republican senators raised concerns, questions or outright opposition to key White House tenants were laid bare in a closed door lunch Tuesday. Um, a lot of people had a lot to get off their chest. One of the senators said several senators spoke up against the effect efficient efficacy of the payroll tax. Uh, others railed against the overall path toward another significant spending package altogether. So it seems like there's an issue with the tax, the tax breaks, um, which ties into the reopening the schools. Seems like the, the, the senators are split on it right now. But I think they, I th from what I just read, it feels like they do agree with the more having more payments, direct payments, uh, more money given into the small business loan program and more money sent to uh, schools. But it's the payroll tax that is the big thing that's holding up this second big, uh, this, this next big stimulus package. Uh, what's your thoughts on this? You know, I think, you know, we may be divided all the way up until some point before the election, but I, I find it weird that, you know, we have, we they'll talk about the stimulus and then they'll be divided, then they'll go away for a couple of weeks and they'll talk about the stimulus and we'll be divided. So at this point, I think it's, I think we'll get another one. Um, but I, but if you really think about it, there's so many different ways that they should and can go about it. 
So, you know, maybe it really is split like that. You know, I, I you know, I think it's, you know, it's, it's hard to really, you know, for us to get too invested in. I mean, that's easy for me to say because, you know, I am still employed or whatever. Um, but I think a point might be also trying to be made. You know, the, the unemployment rate, rate is still extremely high. I think it's the highest it's ever been, regardless of what the numbers that they're reporting. Um, and maybe they're just trying to let that thing pop off and pop off and, you know, let this let the let the tension still rise. And, you know, maybe try to use this as a, um, you know, a point before right right before the election, you know, possibly, um, you know, but I don't think it's something that we really should try to get too de- dependent on because. At the end of the day, I mean. Somebody's going to be mad if you really think about it. You know, somebody, somebody's going to be upset, you know, and, and if this is the way we're going to depend on, uh, we're going to have to start depending on the government to do the right thing. You know, obviously we're seeing it ain't going to be the right route that we want to take as citizens. Uh, so, you know, I'll keep, a, I'll keep my eyes open and my ears open. Like I said before, what I thought was big news today on top of this is, uh, you know, they appointed Judy Shelton, which she's a believer in, you know, the gold standard and, you know, cryptocurrency backed by gold or whatever. She was appointed today by the Senate, which I find it very interesting because the stimulus talk is, is, is at the same time. And as we already know, they already had a digital dollar, you know, talk, they already talked about a digital dollar and, you know, this is supposed to be the year of the cryptocurrency. And what I'm seeing, you know, overall is, you know, it could be some bigger, like a lot of bigger things on the horizon for them to try to take care of everybody. You know, you heard, I've heard Trump in the past few, few weeks say, you know, this next stimulus is going to be very generous. And, you know, I think, you know, with what's going on, this, I think they're going to allow this to kind of probably fester up and continue to allow a lot of tension to rise. And they may use the, the use the stimulus this this next stimulus as a big big point before the election a really really generous stimulus but I think it may be put every, it may put everything full picture you know the the, the financial reset included you know with with the gold with the gold prices and silver if you look at how they're like they've hit the I think they've finally hit the all time high um. You know, just look at the bigger picture with what's going on. You know, I think it. You know, like I said before, I think it's gonna we're gonna have another one, but this may be it. This may be what a lot of a lot of us, you know, looking at cryptocurrency and the pressure precious metals and you know the, the financial reset and all this. This may be you know this may be the beginning of it. it it's gonna happen. We you know we just gotta we don't know when you know and this this looks like you know the beginning of it. Even even the conversation. I don't I don't truly think we'll probably get a stimulus this week. I do think it'll be probably within the next eight weeks or so. But I think this may be the start of the conversation that we really need because to go back to a gold standard, because here's the thing, Judy Shelton, the little, a little bit of her backstory, she's I believe it was Trump, President Trump, uh one of her one of his personal accountants, one of his personal financial advisors before he was president. And she's all, and Trump has always been a proponent of the gold standard and, uh, you know, whatever. 
she has as well. And she's actually went on record plenty of different times talking about the gold standard, the silver, uh, you know, silver, silver standard or whatever. But she's also went on record talking about that standard with precious metal, uh, with cryptocurrencies, precious metals back, or cryptocurrencies backed by precious metals. Um, and also, she's also talked about devaluing the dollar. A devaluing of all all the currencies, which will make a lot of shit a lot cheaper. But a part of a lot of st- a lot of stuff that she spoke on is like a reset, is a jubilee, is uh you know basically getting rid of a lot, all of our debts. So even with that, with the stimulus conversation and with that a point with her being appointed and with them just having a conversation, even though they're still divided, it's looking like you know it's confirming a lot of a lot of uh. A lot of uh, beautiful things and uh, beautiful prophecies. That's what it's looking like to me. I don't think, you know, probably won't be this week, but I do think it probably will be within the next eight weeks or so. But it's that, that's, that actually, that's actually a good thing, even with them being divided on what on what rock to take. Do you think... If you look at... Do, oh, no, go ahead. Go do ahead. you think that, that stunt that was on Twitter recently with the Bitcoin scam, you think that's having something to play into... Do you think that plays into this at all? Yeah, because yeah, because you know, if you remember the executive order that Trump put out about the um, the um, social media being uh, publishers, you know, because if you really, if you look at the executive order or whatever, and what he what he put out about that, um, it's about to expire soon. A lot of shit is about to expire soon, and that's one thing that executive order. And me and uh, um, uh, LJ spoke th- on this, this before. Is, this is breaking news right here too. Twitter permanently suspends thousands of QAnon accounts yeah so that's big because so was so okay so what's what i said before you know i, I spoke on you know in code saying you know a lot of this a lot of these a lot of stuff is not going to be here and you know it's a political war it's a deep political war you know twitter youtube google all that stuff is facebook they're on one side, and they happen to be on on a side that I don't think is going to necessarily be here. Um, using this, they've been using this, different titles like shadow ban and stuff like that. But um, yeah, the reason why they're not going to be here is because of the titles that they've used, how they how they went about, you know, um, basically censoring everybody, including including the president. Yeah, and QAnon. If that answered the question. Yeah, QAnon. Nah, yeah, I think that was that was good for sure. QAnon, as you know, has uh, been very vocal about Pizzagate and even like the Wayfair, which we were talking about recently. So for them to cancel that, well, suspend it, just lets you know that yeah, they they they're trying to protect their interests. You know, they instead they, of talking about it, instead of speaking on they're it, atti- they they're, can t- speak on they're tied to these. They t- they're tied to these um these child trafficking uh, uh child trafficking events or whatnot. Or all they gotta do is come out and deny it. That's all they gotta do is come out and deny it. That's all they gotta do, and then and this and then leave it at that, and then go about it. Instead, they don't say anything, and they just start shadow banning, and they start uh suspending accounts. Yeah, and they start funding president presidential candidates and 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 um and um you know fronts money fronts and money laundering fronts. Like they do weird shit. Like why aren't they? All they gotta do is come out and deny everything and sue. 
They don't even do that. They just start doing weird shit. Something's about to pop off, dog. Like, you know, but we're being spoon-fed, I think. Gotta be spoon-fed or something. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot that's been going on uh, recently. Uh, a lot, man. Um, just every day. It just seems like something big is happening every day. Like, right now, just Lane Maxwell, she's in the news because... All because Trump, he he wished her well. That's all he said. And people have been talking about that repeatedly. And, you know, how can he wish somebody well that was a part of a child sex ring? You know, and he's as well documented that he was in he was in cahoots with all of that. Well, he was in cahoots with Epstein and Maxwell many times on many occasions. So. Yeah, Trump. Trump has been playing like he's. I think he's been playing that that that, that second personality of his Gemini, of his Gemini sign here here lately. If you notice that, he's been acting very very different here lately, wearing the mask and it seems like he's been acting like another another part of himself or something. And that might add that adds fuel to that conspiracy. You know, they they say it's two different Trumps. He's a Gemini and yeah. That's what he's been doing here lately, it seems like. Because, I mean, like, he never came out and denied the, the flight logs and the pictures. Nah. I mean, he I mean, he said he's he said today that he had been around her on, you know, multiple times. And, uh, you know, he just wished her well. That's it. Um, but I think something else came up recently that is very important. In terms of this just lame Maxwell case, somebody just was killed. Yeah, yeah. here it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this, here it is right here. So this is on uh, republicworld.com. U.S. President, U.S. federal judge's son shot dead, husband critically injured. The son of U.S. federal judge Esther. Salas was killed and her husband is reportedly in a critical condition after they were both shot at their home in New Jersey. Now, what's what's interesting about this is that this this judge is tied to Epstein. Well, and yeah, she's tied to Epstein because let me see if I can read this, scan this article real quick. Yeah, scan it real quick. Um, Okay, Silas, who was a judge at U.S. District Court in Newark, had previously presided over many high-profile cases, including that of actress Teresa uh, Guidas, or Guidas. More recently, she was appointed to preside over a lawsuit brought by Deutsche bank investors earlier this month new york state financial regulators revealed that deutsche bank had agreed to a 150 million dollar penalty related to the bank's alleged oversight in dealing with accused child trafficker jeffrey epstein as well as two client banks Danks bank estonia and fbme bank the regulators said that the german bank failed to monitor account activity conducted on behalf of the registered sex offender. Um, 
According to international media reports, a man dressed as a FedEx driver opened fire at Silas's husband, Mark, immediately after he answered the door, following which their son, Daniel, came running to the door and was also shot at. So she is she was tied to the Epstein case. So now her husband, I mean her her son is dead and her husband is in critical condition. Now, if that happened to her, and Epstein is uh presumed to be dead now, you know, whatever. What's going to happen with this just Lane Maxwell case? Because she is also tied with this as well. How many more people will die is the question to be asked. Because said the man was dressed as a FedEx worker and he opened fire on, I opened fire on him at the crib. So, I mean, it's still a lot. To, to be uh, revealed with Maxwell because I, I mean as far as I know she has said that she's going she will be open to cooperating and whatnot so but see I think I think I think this 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 is connected and and um this is bigger than what people realize. I don't think people are, are are really looking at what really just happened with this situation. And I think when we look back, this is going to prove, this is going to be one of those things that's going to be evidence and proof of a lot of what we've all, what some of us has already believed. I think they're going to be able to prove, like, who was this, who, who was sent to her house to pull this hit off? Who funded that person? Where did they come from? And you see the rabbit hole that's about to be picked up and, and that's about to go on. Oh yeah. And you know, I think this is and this and this is gonna be all connected with the wayfair and the child trafficking and uh, and the I think it's gonna go back to the Clintons and the Obamas and the Bushes. Hell, it could have been the Clintons that put the hit out. If we've been Bingo. If we've been real allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. So, you know. Because I think if this was 2012 or if this was 2019, they would have got away with it, but they didn't get away with it this time. Because it's some other, it's, a, it's another level of energy on the planet, and this is about to be, it's about to expose something big. Who funded this? Who? And then, and then, yeah, the, the government is dead. So, mm, they tried to cover it up. Yeah. This was something you definitely did not hear about in the mainstream news. I mean, because, hell, this is from a site I've never even heard of. Think about it. The, the, the mainstream media is only talking about really two, three things. The mask, the coronavirus, Donald Trump. And really, if you really understand what's going on behind the scenes, all three of those are like literally the least of our worries and least of what's really going on right now. If you really think about it, this is why I had to take a step back. I had to take a step back and really, 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 really analyze what was really going on. And if you notice, the mainstream media is only talking about those three things, the mask, 
coronavirus, CV, whatever you want to use, and the, and the president. And if you really think about it, at this point, them they're going into August, that's the least of our worries at this point. With what's really going on behind the scenes, if you really think about it and bend your mind behind everything, if you really think about it. So I, I had to really, really think about that. True, true indeed. Um, yeah, I'm looking at. I'm okay. I'm, let me see if I can find anything else major to this that we should uh, discuss. Because I don't know. I mean, I feel like. Well, one thing I just seen, which is crazy. Um. At least 14 people wounded in mass shooting outside funeral. This had that happened in Chicago. That was fucking I, yeah. I just I just seen this like just on my timeline. Now I'm on Google uh, News and I'm seeing that. Uh, another thing that happened is the passing of Congressman John Lewis. Uh, he was eight. Yeah, he was uh, he was 80 years old. He uh, had pancreatic cancer. He marched with uh, Dr. King, you know. Um, and yeah, he sold us out. Yeah, you know, I. He was somebody that he came around to to different uh, protests and to different gatherings of people you know, uh, pro, uh, melanated people. And he was pretty much, he would give the same story over and over and over about, you know, how he was in Selma. He spilled blood and, you know, he, he fought with Dr. King and stuff, which he did. I mean, it's, it's on tape. There's recordings of him speaking, you know, there's his mugshot going around when he was younger and stuff. And, um, which I mean that, you know, that's, you know, he was, you know, he was fighting, fighting the power and stuff back then. But it seemed like he just used that as just his, that was just his niche or his, his, his stick, stick, if you ra rather uh, go with that. And it just was sort of like a gimmick, you know, that he would just go around and say the same story over and over again. And um, he's a, I mean, he was a politician at the end of the day. You know, that's what politicians do. They just, you know, they tell you the same shit over and over again, and you you expect shit to change, but it's just a game at the end of the day. If you're rather you're, whether you're playing or not, it's up to you. But um, yeah, he passed away, and yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it with the I guess the most important things. Um, I always feel like there's something else, but I don't. The see. news never stops. You know, it's, it's never ending. You know, uh, it's, it's 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 always something these days. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I feel like we covered a lot, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, True. I don't see anything else. One thing I will say that I've seen is that, uh, you know, the George Floyd 
I just see this article right here saying that uh, the Minnesota judge lifts gag order in case in case against former police officers. So the cops that was uh, present with uh, Derek Chauvin or Chauvin, who killed uh, George Floyd, their gag order has been taken away. So now they'll be able to uh, speak speak what they what they want to say about it. I mean, because there was that video going around. I don't know if you seen like a month ago or a couple weeks ago with one of the people. He's he's like a look like mulatto. He's like a mulatto cop. He was just walking around in the grocery store or something, and somebody was calling him out. You know, saying what you just walking around like nothing happened and shit, and and uh, he didn't have anything to say. You know, and the protests are still continuing. I mean, Portland, they're going fucking crazy in Portland. Like, I just seen something about, they just tore down something. It was a police department in Portland. Let me see if I can find that. Portland protests. Yeah, I told you, when they come here, they're going to come here and they're going to hit hard. Yeah, it's just, okay, it's just saying hundreds returned to Portland protests. That was 10 minutes ago. Tuesday for 55th straight night. This is the 55th straight night they protested in Portland. They've been doing it in North Carolina, too, in Durham. They've been going, they've been hitting up the police station. Like, they've been protesting everywhere. It it, It ain't stopped. Here's the thing, though. Um, One thing I've been seeing recently is how some some of these uh, these cops out there, they're just snatching people up off the street. Like, and not even... I see that in, like, Portland, I believe. Yeah, they're not even telling nobody, like, you know, where they're taking them or nothing. They're just snatching them off the street. Like, yeah, and it's been going on. Portland, they say Portland, uh, this article from USA Today says a predominantly white... It's a, yeah, a predominantly white city or whatever, but... Uh, yeah, they've been they've been going hard with the protesting, and uh, yeah, I mean it's just going to continue. Obviously, mainstream media is not doesn't care if there's if it's not making the if it's for the most part peaceful. But uh, that's where we at right now, man. I mean, it's going to go harder than that, though. I mean, this is just I mean this is just the beginning of something much more, but. Other than that, man, I don't have anything else to cover for this episode. Yeah, I think we covered a lot. All right. Well, this concludes episode 47. You know, rest in peace to Capital Steve's. Also, just to let you know, uh, Joey, Joey Badass, he just dropped like a new EP. It's like, it's only like three songs, though. So it's technically not an EP. But, uh, I've been I've been listening to that ninety five to infinity a lot recently, and like I was going back listening to his uh, last album All American Badass, and that I just feel like it fits the time right now. Hey, that summer nights, man, that's my shit. But I'm gonna listen. To, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and listen to the All American Badass tonight. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's sort of like his to pimp a butterfly, in a sense. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, 
as always, you know, to whoever is listening, you know, we appreciate it. We appreciate the support. I mean, if you don't, if you fuck with it, if you don't, let us know. I mean, comment. I mean, we'll try to get to it and listen, you know, we, we can hash it out. Should in the future, we'll have some guests up here. You know, we can have debates and stuff. That'd be interesting. Um, but yeah, if you, I mean, we're just going to continue again, like I say, with the content and just providing you with, um, the news and stuff about things that we deem important and bringing in our personal experiences to things and giving conscious takes to it. And, uh, yeah, you can find the podcast at Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, pretty much any podcast streaming service, you'll be able to find us. And uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it'd be good if you could give us a rating, um, give us a review that helps with visibility. And uh, yeah, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, I want to say death to all pedophiles and child molesters. <laughs> That's my closing remarks because really, I don't give a fuck about any of them motherfuckers. True, true. For sure, for sure. Uh, and, okay, so now, for me, I guess my closing remarks is for the people that are enlightened, continue to spread the message. Try, try not to um, look down upon the people that you may come in contact with whether you know your friends or family or just somebody online, try not to come down, you know, try not to look down on them if they, they aren't there yet with the, with the information. You can see that they're trying to, they're, they're trying to uh, teach people, but they're not quite there yet. Instead of looking down on them and telling them, you know, they, they ain't got it. They're not there yet. How about look to teach them? How about look to enlighten them so they can continue to, the process of bringing more people into enlightenment. So for my quote this week, I'll say my quote is about, is about family. And see if I can find something good about about family all right so one this quote is from Wanda Hope Carter and the quote is family and friends are hidden treasures Seek them and enjoy their riches. And on that note, until next time, peace.